Our scripture reading tonight comes from Luke chapter 2. It's verses 1 through 20. It's really the only scripture we need to read tonight. It's one we know well, one we love, and one I'm thankful we get to read. From Luke 2 we read, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this was the first taxing made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. He went to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shone round them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was... With the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away uh, from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Well, let us go now, even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste. And they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told to them concerning the child. And they all and all and all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things in her heart in her heart and pondered them. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things which they had heard and seen. As it was told to them. This is the good news of our Lord, for which we say, Thanks be to God. It's always a privilege to share a message on Christmas Eve, and I hope that this message that I'm about to share will evoke the, the promise and the assurance of God's presence to you. Because I love this night, I hope you love it, but I need to begin with a confession. Now, I'm not sharing a confession with you uh, because of any other reason other than maybe you'll resonate with this confession. I don't want the sermon to be about me, it needs to be about you and about us and about God. But to get there, I begin with this confession that I'm not quite ready for this. Not the sermon, it's all right here. I've written it, it's fine. 
But I don't know that I'm ready for all of this. Christmas Eve, the end of Advent, the lighting of the Christ candle. I'm not sure that I'm ready for the dissonance of the radio stations changing their songs back to the normal music while the the church is still singing the Christmas carols. I'm not sure I'm ready for the days of Advent to be over and the 12 days of Christmas to begin. I'm not ready for all the presents to be unwrapped under the tree and all of it to start to be put away. The decorations to come down, the conversations to change to New Year's. I'm not really ready for it. I awoke this morning and that feeling of not being ready for Christmas to happen or Christmas to be over with was, was, was really significant. Our family that traveled to see us has already made it back home to Texas. Once we turn off the lights, tomorrow morning we'll wake up and it will be Christmas. But I kind of want this transition to take a little longer. Because I'm not really ready. It all came so quickly. I wish I could sit and rest and, and take it all in a little bit more. I wish I could wait a little longer for that baby to come. And I wonder if you feel that way too. Because ready or not, Christ is coming. The season is changing. But do you feel it? Do you feel like you could wait a few more days for Christmas? Maybe you are ready this year. Maybe you're ready for it to just go on. Maybe this is the year that Christmas needs to happen quickly for you. But whether it happens at Christmas or it just just happens any time of the year, we all know that feeling of not being ready for And it came to pass in some way or another. We all know that feeling of of, of life creeping up on us and us not being ready for it. And if we turn back to this scripture passage we just read, I don't think it's a stretch to read that feeling into this passage a little bit. I don't think it's a stretch to look at the characters in this story And think they must have been wishing for just a few more days. I suspect there's at least a couple here who would have liked a couple extra days to get ready for Jesus to arrive, don't you? Now we all know the famous passage from Luke 2. Even if you don't know that that story comes from Luke 2 and you think it comes from Linus on the Charlie Brown Christmas, you know the story. We know the story. We recognize the words. We hear the words and the voice. And we know what Luke's telling us. But I think it's possible that Mary and Joseph could have used a few more days to get ready. We shouldn't dwell on Joseph too long because he didn't necessarily have the hard part of it all. But as a father myself, I know that I was always ready or waiting or wishing there were a few more days when the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. Speaking as a father, it's easier for a parent to help 
your spouse and to help your child when everything is in place where it needs to be and all the family is around for a little bit of extra help. So I suspect if we were able to ask him, Joseph probably would have said, yeah, it would have been nice if those days could have been accomplished a few days later when we got back to Bethlehem. Now, many of us in this room can't even pretend to know what Mary was feeling. Having made the 80 mile trek from Nazareth to Bethlehem only to go into labor then. But I suspect it would have been her preference for the days to be accomplished a little bit further down the road. Presumably with more people around her that she could trust, more places that were familiar. I know that when it was time for the days to be accomplished, I hear some women say, no, it can't get over with soon enough. But maybe these were special circumstances. I mean, Mary probably wasn't ready for any of this. Mary was a virgin who was not yet married to Joseph, just promised. Mary was on a journey that was imposed upon her by her government. Mary was bearing the Son of God through the imposition of the Holy Spirit, she probably could have used a little more time all along the way during this story. I think that's fair. Or at least I'm depending on it to make this sermon work. I'm depending on us seeing Mary and feeling like us. That she felt like us. Like she knows what it felt like to want a little more time. And I want us to find in Mary and Joseph the feeling that they, could, they too could have used a few more days. Evoking thoughts like August, Augustine who says, Lord, make me chaste, but not yet. Or Loretta Lynn, who, Lord, I want to go to heaven, but I don't want to die. And whether it's her desire in that song or Augustine's chastity or our wish for a few more days for Christmas or Mary and Joseph's wish that really this has to happen in Bethlehem now, I think we all know that feeling of not quite being ready, but ready or not, here it comes. But I think there's good news for us in that. I think there's good news for those of us who wish we could wait, and I think there's good news for people who are not ready, and the good news is this, God's presence shows up anyway. The good news from God on Christmas Eve is that ready or not, the Savior is being born. Ready or not, the loving assurance of God's presence is being given. Ready or not, Jesus arrives. A Savior is born. And it may not have been close to home or terribly convenient, but Jesus arrived. The baby is here. He's healthy. He's in the arms of his mother away from the chaos and busyness of a full city on that night as everybody was home being counted. And I hope that you can find that the promise of of the event extends far beyond that night. That Jesus arrives even when we're not ready for Him. And that the hope and the peace and the joy and the love that 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 we sometimes find 
comes when we're not ready for it. And it's only in its arrival that we realize that it was exactly what we needed. God showing up in our hearts and lives in ways we didn't think we were ready for is exactly what we need. And this promise is not just for this night, but for all nights. All nights, Jesus comes to us, even if we're not ready. And that promise happens because it happened on this night. On Christmas Eve, God showed up. Through the lighting of the white candle, we receive the promise that God has come to be with us again and will be with us again. Through the lighting of our own white candles in a few minutes, we will be reminded that into the chaos of our lives, Jesus enters and gives us the gift of being still and calm and we're assured that the Lord's love is with us once again. And through gathering around this table and receiving bread and cup, we are assured of the gift of God's presence and that we, our needs will be met we will be filled and provided for until the end, no matter when that end will be. Now there's probably some children who are ready for the sermon to be done. But I confess that there will probably always be a part of me that's still not ready. I know that when I go home I'll be able to turn on the TV and 24 hours of a Christmas story will be waiting for me. I know that there will be choirs singing and midnight masses happening. I know that the world tonight will attempt in one, some small way to relive the silent night in that little town of Bethlehem. And I may not be ready for that, but the good news is, is God's not waiting on me for to, be, to be ready. God's not waiting on you because you may not feel ready. And God didn't come to a people because they were finally ready. The gift of God's presence is that it comes to those of us who need it, whether we're ready or not. And I don't think there's a better gift we could ask for on a night like this, on this night. Will you pray with me? Loving God, ready or not, we are here to receive your presence. We thank you for your hope and your peace and your joy and your love and the way that we've journeyed through Advent together, receiving those gifts. And tonight we receive your presence and we trust that it will enter in and we will be met in your love tonight. Thank you, Lord, for meeting us and for being with us. It is in your name we pray tonight. Amen.